Welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host. Week after week, I create a new episode to help fellow humans to see another perspective in life. My mission is to do everything that I can and share everything that I learn and know and experience myself to help open their eyes to another way of living. I want every soul that I somehow have the privilege to speak to through my content or my program to wake up from being a victim in their lives to becoming the creators of their lives. In this episode, I will share with you why questions are so powerful and invaluable to change your life to the better. We will look at some disempowering questions that lots of us humans ask ourselves on a daily basis. And then we will look at examples of empowering questions and why they are so transformational. So let's begin. My podcast manager, Sarah, gave me the idea for this episode quite a while ago. So I had it in the back of my mind to talk about how we can ask ourselves better questions. And then this week, I watched a talk by Michael Beckwith, and he was explaining the transformation humans can go through in their lives. And those what he called spiritual awakening stages that he described in that talk really resonated with me in connection to the topic that we have today. So I got the final puzzle piece this week to bring this episode alive, which I'm really happy about. Before we dive into these stages and the typical questions that are related to each of these stages, I want to take a step back and explain why questions are so powerful when they are the right questions. Part of our brain is called the frontal lobe, and the size of the frontal lobe is what sets us apart from all other species. It has many functions, but the one related to our topic today is the powerful function to ask ourselves powerful questions, open-ended questions like, what would it be like to be healthy and feel well? What would it be like to be successful? What would it be like to be in love with yourself? What would it be like to feel abundant? And what happens when we ask ourselves these questions is that the frontal lobe jumps into action to create the answer to those questions. It has connections to everything that is stored in your brain, which is everything you've experienced so far in your life and everything you've learned until this moment in time. So it pieces stored information together to create an answer for you, an image, a picture of what it would be like to be healthy, successful or abundant. What I found in my own experience is that asking quality questions gives me the possibility to look behind the curtain of my subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind impacts and influences 95% of the life that we live, but it is generally out of reach for us to grow, evolve and expand and change. We want to peek behind that curtain to see what is tucked away in those 95%. And since I have been focusing on asking myself more powerful questions to which I don't have the answer in my conscious mind, 
I've realized the power that it gives me. I started this about six months ago and it has truly been life-changing. And that already gives you the answer to why we want to ask ourselves better questions in the first place. First of all, obviously, you don't have to. If you have no intention to grow and create anything new in your life, then please don't ask yourself any of those questions from this episode. Well, maybe the one from stage one. Asking ourselves quality questions means we create clarity around what we actually want. These questions and the answers we get out of asking these questions will help us to grow, expand as human beings and create new experiences in our lives. The answers help us to get clear intentions and provides us with realizations, insights, aha moments for us to take the next step, the next action and shift our perspective towards a trajectory in our lives that we rather want to have. So I hope these are good enough reasons for you to actually give this a go if you have not yet done so. And if you are already working with questions and journal regularly, I hope I can inspire you with some really good and juicy questions that I will share with you now. Coming back to the stages of human transformation or what Michael Beckwith calls spiritual awakening, let me share these stages first, and then we will look at the questions that we ask ourselves in each of these stages. The first stage is the stage of being a victim. In this stage, you believe that things in your life are happening to you. So you are the victim of your external circumstances, of the situations that you are in, and you believe that you are not creating any of this yourself. The second stage is a stage of being a manifester. Once you grow into this stage, you wake up to the fact that you are actually not a victim, but that you are the creator of your life. So things in your life start to happen by you because you begin to use manifestation to create the life that you actually want. The third stage is a stage of being a channel. In this stage, things in your life are happening through you. Words that we use in this stage are surrendering, letting go and moving with the flow of life. And then there is a fourth stage, which is being one with all of life. In this stage, things are happening as you. You are one with life, the universe, your higher self, God, and so on. I will be sharing with you now related questions to the first three stages, victim, manifester, and channel. I don't know if you still actually ask yourself questions when you are in that fourth state, but I'm not there yet at all, so I can't tell you. <laughs> So in stage one, where we are asleep to the fact that we are powerful beings and are the creators of our lives, we generally ask ourselves quite disempowering questions. I will give you a few examples. And of course, these are not the kind of questions I want you to ask yourself, obviously. But it's good to be aware because next time we catch ourselves asking this kind of question from us, we can stop it and decide differently. 
So disempowering questions are, what's wrong? That can be, what's wrong with me? Why am I not getting what I want? What is going wrong here? Then there is, who is to blame? So if something is going wrong, we need to establish who to blame. And then, why me? Why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? As you can see and hear, these are questions from a victim mentality. And I don't mean this in a judgmental way, not at all. If you think that everything that is happening in your life is happening to you and you have no say in it or you have no means to change it, then of course you're in a helpless position of being the victim of external influences. So let's have a look at the questions that we ask ourselves when we start to realize that we have the power to change our life and our environment. That's when we become aware of the laws of nature, energy, quantum physics, neuroscience, and so many more. There will be one for us that suddenly clicks and let us wake up to the fact that we are creating everything in our lives. And if we are already creating everything in our lives, then we have the power to change it. This is when we actively begin to manifest and create the life that we actually want. And things in our lives start happening by us, not anymore to us, but because of us. So questions to ask in this stage are, who do I want to be? What is the version of me that I want to manifest and create? What life do I want to live, aka create? What are the things, people and experiences that I want to create in my life? And when I know what life I want to live and who I want to be, then I ask myself, how does this person think? How does this version of me act and behave and make decisions? And how does this person feel? And with that clarity, I can begin to use the laws of manifestation to bring it to life. And obviously, there are tons more questions like this. But I think this gives us a good idea of the kind of questions that you ask yourself when you realize that you are the creator of your life. Once you have gone through this stage and have the desire to wake up even further in this lifetime, you move to the stage of being a channel, which means things are happening through you. You begin to open up to the higher intelligence of the universe or God or your higher self, the divine, and surrender to the flow of life. It's not anymore about manifesting the life that you imagine for yourself, but rather letting the beauty of this higher intelligence guide you and experience higher levels of what I call the magic through this letting go process. And questions to ask yourself when you are beginning to wake up to the stage are, what is it in me that is trying to emerge? What is God's or the universe's or my higher self's idea of itself as my life? What do I have to become in order to manifest the vision that I'm now catching? What is it that I already have that can be in service of this vision? What is it that no longer serves me 
that I'm willing to let go of now to fulfill this vision? These are powerful questions that can be threatening to the ego that we created in this lifetime. The vision that we might receive by asking ourselves these questions could mean a complete change in your life, a complete change of your status or your lifestyle. And this is why the third stage is different to the second stage where we manifested what we wanted. In this third stage, we are open to manifest what a higher power wants us to do. Does that make sense? You can now reflect on this and see where you're at in your life and what kind of questions you want to ask yourself to keep growing, evolving and expanding your life. And before we close, let me give you as well a few practical tips for the process of journaling and asking yourself powerful questions. When you consciously and seriously begin to ask yourself these questions, write this down, not just on your computer, but write it down on a piece of paper with a pen. The action of freely writing brings you into the present moment and you are closer to your subconscious mind to receive insights and messages and those great aha moments. I've been journaling nearly every day for the last months and the transformational insights I've been getting about myself are incredible, especially if I ask myself those powerful and quality questions. And yes, I do write a lot on my computer, like, for example, the notes to this podcast episode. But initially, when I want to access higher levels of insights and creativity, then I use pen and paper to do that. And then the other thing you want to be aware of in this process is that the answers might not come right away to you. So it's really helpful for you to train yourself to be with the question and let the brain or the universe or your subconscious mind create the answer for you in divine timing. Because do you rather want to force it and get a half-assed answer right now or get the most inspiring and helpful answer in a day or a week or a month? So be open to receiving answers as well from all kinds of places. For example, you can receive an answer while you're cooking a meal or while you're walking your dog or while you're driving your car back home after work. You might get your answer by reading a book or an article or you're listening to someone talking next to you while standing in the line at the supermarket. I get a lot of my answers during my meditations, but I've even received some powerful answers even from my dreams. By opening your focus from where you can get an answer or a piece of information that helps you further along the way, you get better and better at this game. It's like strengthening a muscle by going to the gym. Okay, that's it for today. I would love to get your feedback on this episode. So leave me a rating or a review and let me know what you think about this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And with that, I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.